heading back up in here on a Tuesday. Welcome, everybody. It's your boy, Don, Pinball Podcast, episode 14, and the first episode from the road. I am traveling, boarded a plane the other day in Chicago, now here in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area for a few days. What? Here to check out some of the local scene, some of the local pinball machines, and get myself a sandwich with French fries stuck in it. I've got more news and information coming up, including an exclusive event that I'll get to right now. Slamming, man, slamming like a face full of news for this week. What's up, everybody? So I'm traveling. I decided to get out of town for a little bit to a quick flight over to some of my former stomping grounds near the great city of Pittsburgh. Yins feel me, right? So... Um, we're going to drop some information on you. First off, coming from our buddy, Lior, you know, this guy that does the art of pinball toppers. He has been working diligently for a few years, at least on a topper for, are you ready for this? Guns and Roses, Jersey Jack, Seminole machine with the excellent light show. And boy, did this guy compliment that there is a nice crowned resin sculpted painted image of the skull from, uh, Axl Rose with the guns there also in resin carved displays like he does with a great light show up there and they're now for sale so uh looking at this um really what this guy does and i I own a few of his mods i got all three of the ones that he did for godzilla i got the shooter bullet rod for guns and roses this guy is from the art of pinball which in fact is his website theartofpinballshop.com he has a new one formerly he was selling and i think still is selling some products through little shop of games um down there in florida you can see from their site Um, But this man is very much an artist modder. I mean, I've got a 3D printer. I I do some 3D modeling and then create plastic things to stick into machines. But this guy, this guy is actually carving things and creating art. And then looks like he does resin casts of that that are either with dyed resins or resins and painted or maybe both. But man, he's got a 3D sculpt of a giant axle roll skull with guns, with roses, and then it looks like maybe an acrylic backplate and 300 LED lights. What? So this thing looks amazing. There is a YouTube video. Finding out (laughs) where to go view this, though, is a little bit difficult. I saw it through a Facebook page that just popped up. But if you do go to theartofpinballshop.com, all one word, you can see this thing. Now, Reviewing it in two different ways. Um, I've I've seen the pictures and I've looked at the the video, and th- I mean this thing looks flawless. I mean I think I would want it. Um, it's limited in addition to only three hundred and fifty pieces, and you can either leave a deposit for one with um, full payment due on shipping. Or you can pay in full now and get one of the earlier builds. So if you want one, you may need to go quick. Now, the other part of this is the cost. So right now, the deposit is $750. The full price for this amazing-looking light show, Guns N' Roses, custom sculpt from the artiste himself uh, can be yours for $2,350. So um, looking at this in two different ways, first off, the thing looks amazing. Great product. Would love to have it. Then with limited editions of only 350 and with the LE version of Guns N' Roses having an edition size of 5,000, um, there can be some significant demand for this device. Um, so, you know, this thing even could be potentially flippable. So as far as the build quality, it looks like the same quality that we've seen from Lior. And so I think I'd give this thing a 10 out of 10. I, I um, If I would only have added one more thing from... Um, you know, my depth of uh, 
of speculation of what I could want for it. Maybe like an LCD screen like that Jersey Jack Pirates topper uh, that was custom built that came out. But other than that, I would love to have this thing on top of my machine. On the other hand, <laughs> it's $2,350. But, you know, I mean, this thing is kind of primed to be able to actually increase in value. I mean, if he sticks to this limited edition size of only 350 and they're gone and somebody wants one, I mean, right? So, um, our prices are subjective, and that's what this thing is. It's, it's more art than something that was mass-produced and, and made to be bolted on. So um, the price, I'm going to leave that up to the consumer. But, man, it looks like a great product. It's hard to find the site. It's hard to Google to find the site. Um, and maybe he's uh, sticking off on himself and starting a new uh a new business for himself, separate from Little Shop of Games. Not sure on that. But at theartofpinballshop.com, you can click on that, and you can find your way to the, I think he called it the music pin topper, but we all know what it is. And there's a great video, a link to a YouTube video, that really shows off the whole light light display for this thing. So fantastic work, Lior. Um, you know, keep killing it, man. All right. Spooky Pinball, a little bit of news here. Um, we're getting closer and closer to this new game coming out, and there's going to be some opportunities to play it this month, believe it or not. Uh, first off, they did post that they they must be cleaning out their closets. Um, they've got a lot of scratch and dent deals right now. So if you want, say, a play field from one of their games for art on your wall for a total of $375, act now because they do have limited supplies available. And your boy did go on some of these. So they had a few Scooby-Doo play fields, which promptly sold out. Um, but they had a couple of Jetsons. They had some Alice Cooper. They had a Domino's Pizza. Um, they have Halloween and Ultraman are available, both the full playfield size and also the smaller playfield size. Now at home, I managed to pick up a scratch and dent um, Guns N' Roses playfield from Jersey Jack, signed by Eric, the man. And I got that hanging on my wall, and I walk by, and I, I rub my fingers down its playfield. There's no scratches on this thing. Uh, one of the holes that was drilled was off-center, so it can't be used in a game, but it can be used on my wall, and it looks fantastic. And so adding to that... Um, my wife uh, indulged herself a bit. So we have got a uh, Domino's and a Jetsons play field coming for the walls. So thank you, Spooky Pinball. If you want some, they still have them. So give them a, a shout out. Uh, they're for sale on their site. So go ahead and get one. I think shipping's fairly uh, inexpensive. In other Scooby, <laughs> Scooby Spooky, man, how many times have I made that mistake? So Scooby-Doo is having a launch party. The first one has been announced. Pinball Star is hosting one in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So there will be at Batari is the name of the arcade. Uh, the Electric City Pinball Tournament is taking place on this month, February 26th, the day before your boy's birthday here. That is a Sunday. Um, I didn't get a time here. You'll probably have to uh, give them a call or look for the flyer online. But they're having a Scooby-Doo launch party. Um, they said they will have two machines. They will have a tournament, but you do not have to enter the tournament to play the machine. That's fantastic. So probably show up, hang out at the arcade, get in line, play the game, and then there's going to be a tournament as well. So that is all kicking off at Batari at 101 Adams Avenue in the city of Scranton, Pennsylvania on February 26th, a Sunday. That's coming up. That's what, like two weeks, right? So that tells me that production, at least on some of the preliminary machines, is wrapping up probably like this week, you know, for them to get shipped out and uh, unboxed and shopped and ready to go. So, so shout out to our boys over there at Spooky. In other general pinball news, particularly uh, the pinball broadcasting space, we've seen a sudden end to one of the big names in pinball podcasting. SAPS, the super awesome pinball show consisting of Chris Franchi, Jefferson Parsons, and some guy named Dr. Pin 
which is one of the shows like that I would listen to uh, regularly, um, they decided to put it on hopefully a hiatus, but sounds like it's quits. They don't want to have the, uh, uh, the, the obligation of running this, this podcast, uh, I guess, uh, the way they, they want to, or they don't have the time to make it to the quality that they want, so they announced that they're taking a break. So it looks like the last show was the one from December. Uh, looking back, looks like they've done 46 episodes. Now, there's some pinball podcasts that I listen to just about every episode that comes out. Of those include The Pinball Show, Super Awesome Pinball Podcast, uh, Canada's Pinball Podcast for news and reviews you can't fear to lose. Um, what else do I listen to? Uh, I like Loser Kid. I like uh, Pinball Party, uh, Jason there. Um, God, what was the other one I had? Totally blanking right now, the other one I listened to. Anyway. It's Buffalo Pinball. How could I forget those guys? So um, Super Awesome Pinball Show was one of the pinball episodes, uh, content that I would listen to every month when they came out. So um, they will be uh, missed here. But, man, thank you for doing 46 fantastic episodes. And when I had a plane flight, when I had trips in the car, that was one of the ones that I went to, you know. Um, And they had that long format of conversation of, you know, three people talking um, that you got to participate in. Uh, You can listen to it all the way through. I would listen to it in segments sometimes when I was driving. Um, And they had fantastic interviews um, from, and you know, Industry Insider. So uh, their perspective is going to be missed on the, uh, the podcast Battlefront. And so for them, I really think there's only one thing um, that I can do to pay tribute to, to help repay them for the entertainment they provided me, and that is to take a moment to... And it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. On God, Franchi. Can you believe that I got that on the third take? <laughs> but best of luck, guys. These guys are still going to be around, and I'm sure they'll surface in some format. So thank you for the memories, guys. All right, so rounding up some other news, um, I peruse Nap Arcade as I do. And, man, there's been a lot. Of, I mean, this guy has consistent drops of nuggets and never lets us down. So thank you, Jason Nap. Um, one of his postings he just put up was actually like a patent file search. Uh, for copyrighted names for pinball machines. So always a good well to dig in. Now, you know, concepts come and go. A lot of things that are patented never end up going to fruition. But projects that do end up at fruition start as a patent. So unsurprisingly, there was patents for Jaws, patents for Godfather. But then there was a patent for something uh, along the names of Wednesday Adams. What? Now, Wednesday Adams is no stranger to pinball. I mean, wasn't Adams family with Raul Julia, the best-selling pinball machine probably of all time, right? 11,000 of these were produced. Uh, maybe more, maybe in the 20s. Um, but due to licensing constraints of, I mean, Christopher Lloyd was in that film. Raul Julia was in that film. Um, and the rest, the great Christina Ricci. So, and whoever modeled thing. So getting all that licensing on board to rerun Adam's family would be, I believe, difficult. Fortunately, it was produced in large numbers. So there are a lot of existing machines out there 
that are being restored. I've seen it firsthand. But Wednesday Adams is a new show on Netflix that apparently is fairly popular. I know my wife's digging it. I don't have a lot of time for Netflix, so I haven't had time to dig into it. But yeah, I like that creepy, kooky, kind of gloomy theme. I think that would translate extremely well into a pinball machine. So what company, whatever company picked that up, I hope you run with it because I'm seeing uh, some dark and spooky pinball tales in the future. And I would see it. I mean, that looks like a, a hot license right now. Um, I don't think it's a license that will be hard to get. I know Netflix is all about promotion, and there's been successful licenses from them before with Stranger Things. Uh, so I could see this going. Um, you know, Mandalorian was another uh, licensed property that came out. It was popular. It was hitting at the right time, and then a machine came out. So I, I think who's going to be making Wednesday Adams? Um, I could see this thing being made. You know, a lot of other things, Wrath of Olympus, for instance, you know, patents come and go on. Um, but yeah, this thing, I, I, could, I think this thing has legs. I think there's a good window right now. I think if this table is actively in development and coming out in the next year, year and a half, um, I, I think we'd see a successful machine. So I had to follow this one through to fruition. Also reported there was one from Pink Floyd as well seminal favorite band you know if we're still into the dad rock uh <laughs> music pin machines i could see this one maybe happening um in other news uh bond 60th is on the line i think as i speak and shipping out this week so we should be seeing some unboxings as soon as what maybe this weekend you know if, if someone's getting it um does that mean that surely someplace in chicago uh will have one of these things unboxed and try to be the first out on the line um so this weekend will there be one this weekend i'm flying back home on sunday and i'm landing in chicago and if there's a bond 60th that i can uh you know bring myself in front of i'm gonna make all plans for doing that so we'll stay tuned in other nap news um american pinball there were a little article run on there and this is fun because i had a little part in this i found out so uh the story is that american pinball had a li- had a license or a uh, patent or plans or owned the rights to produce Wrath of Olympus, which is a game, I'm not sure who produced it, or you know got the layout or concept, but it was going to be another one of these games, Legends of Valhalla, A Battle of Olympus, you know, uh, open source, uh, unlicensed material that you can make a game from, and apparently there was a layout that was made. Now, the patent apparently has expired last May of last year, so I don't think they're bringing this project to fruition, but somebody has taken it, and somebody has applied a different licensing theme to the same layout, and it is now available as a virtual pinball machine. And that license, oh, it's a good one, guys. This is big trouble in Little China. What? Low pan, man, lightning, uh, Chinatown. What a great movie, action-packed, quirky. I mean, just the right kind of thing for pinball. So since I do own an Ultra VP, um, on the new uh, software that I got, Big Trouble in Little China was included. So I was actually live streaming this um, the other week. And I was getting to talking to my uh, friend online who was following the stream, Steve, and he was overjoyed at this information and wanted to see the play. So I streamed it for a bit. I sent him some photos, and he passed them on to just about anybody that could be involved to make this an actual machine because it, it, it shoots well. And I think, you know, with some tweaking, it could translate to an awesome machine, you know, if this license could be got. Um, so that showed up on Napicade, including the screen captures that I had sent to Steve. So um, you know, I've arrived. <laughs> I showed up on Naps Arcade site. That's fantastic. I got to reach out to Jason and tell him thank you for doing that. Um, and so, um, and thanks for you know just giving us the great news that we do. Happy uh, or, or, or congratulations on the crystals from the Pinball Awards, Jason. I think you earned it. Um, so back to me. 
back to what I like to talk about. So I'm on the road. I'm here in Pittsburgh. I will be hitting up a couple of arcades. Uh, there's one in Morgantown, West Virginia. So if you're in the Morgantown area or you're going to be in the Pittsburgh region and you want to like meet up, shout out, get a sandwich or something, holler at me. Don's pinball podcast at gmail.com is a great way to do it. Or send a message to the Facebook site at the same name. Don's pinball podcast. Click follow. I'm trying to build up those followers to hundred so I can access those analytics. Uh, but I am planning I'm doing my first meetup at Hillicon Brewery, uh, which is in the Pittsburgh region. Oakdale, I think, is the name of the town. So I will be there um, on Sunday at 2 p.m. at Helicon. Oh, shoot, I need to get the uh, address for you. Yes, that's Helicon Brewing at 102 Union Avenue in Oakdale, Pennsylvania, 15071, if you want to arrive by private package. But this is a place that's well on the pinball map. I mean, the place is pretty famous. About, what, 30 to 40 machines. Uh, they're always bringing in new supply. The machines they have are in great condition. Plus, the whole place is one of those big breweries. So nothing goes better with pinball um, than beer. And I think that's why we've been seeing so many of these pin bars show up. You know, craft beer, um, lumberjack outfits, and pinball. I mean, what other things would you want? So this place, um, I was just there a few months ago. I've even taken the family there too on a road trip. We stopped by south side of the uh, Philadelphia, or Philadelphia, Pittsburgh area. Um, this place actually had two Toy Story four machines when that came out, so that was fun. One of those has since been going went to with this other arcade in West Virginia. I'll be going to uh, another pin bar. It turns out. Um, they also had an Alice Cooper. That was the first place I finally got to play one from Spooky Pinball. So I'm going to go and spend some time on that. Um, I have some obligations in the morning, but 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. I'm planning on parking my butt there and playing some pinball. Are you in the area? Do you want to come by? I've got stickers. I've got shout outs. We could take selfies, get some suds and a hug if you're weird. Um, but otherwise I'll be playing some pinball. So if you want to stop by, pick up a sticker, give me a high five, give a shout out. And uh, we can talk about pinball and food and whatever else you'd like. I'll be there at Helicon. I haven't contacted them, so this is strictly unofficial. But their hours show that they're open. I'm going to be there playing. So come say what up. I'll be wearing the shirt. So that's Helicon Brewing, 2 p.m. this Sunday, the 12th, um, yeah, over there in Oakdale, Pennsylvania. So um, I believe that brings me to the time that I need to drop the hip-hop outro. First pinball podcast from the road. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I may be doing another one a little later in the week, but definitely planning on being there Sunday, and then I'll leave my reviews. And if I come across a on 60th, you will hear my reviews as soon as I play it. So thanks, everybody. Be sure to check the Facebook group for live streams and email donspinballpodcast at gmail.com. I'm still sending out stickers, man. Later. Later.